Boy, and are we over the rainbow today, Craig, on Rainbow Radio. And it is a perfect day for a parade, if you didn't know. <laughs> it is Patriots Day here in Laguna Beach. And let me get to the weather, because it, when you have a parade, that's what you get worried about is the weather. It's uh, the high today should be around 60 degrees. The winds are, are a little blustery, but, you know, if you're marching in the parade and you want to be a little cool, <laughs> that's fine. 23 miles an hour. There, there are gale war warnings out there. The ocean is dark blue with white caps. It's beautiful. It's a, Actually, it's a perfect day to just go watch the waves crash, but... But it's also a perfect day for a parade, and that starts, uh, I think, kicks off at 11. I'll give you some more details in a second. But first, it's to be windy with mix of clouds and sun, high 57s, winds uh, 20 to 30 miles per hour, higher gusts are possible. Humidity, or humdidity, as my friends say, 55 degrees. So it's a, it is a perfect day for a parade. And uh, yours truly, KXFM 104.7, will be in the parade with their lovely El Camino. I think it's a 59. I can't. They're bright yellow El Camino. So wave and say hello to us and in the parade for today's Patriots Day. Also, uh, Laguna Beach Heritage and Culture will be there. It's a committee from Laguna Beach Pride uh, that starts at 930 and... Um, the, where everyone's gathering, if you are in the parade and you're forgetting where you're supposed to gather, it's across from the high school. There's a parking lot there. It's uh, 550 Bluemont. I call it Bluemont, which because I, I think it's French and I like to pretend I have some sophistication once in a while. But it's 550 Bluemont Street, Laguna Beach, is where everyone gathers. And there's a long lineup. I think there's like... Um, I think that I, I saw the list. I think it looks like there's 79 different uh, components to it. So, and it's only a mile long and, and it runs through downtown Laguna and ends up in front of city hall where there's a reviewing stand, uh, which is um, just what it's all about. So, you know, be a lot of people in the parade, but we need a lot of people on the sidelines to wave and, and say hello and, and say how much we appreciate the Patriots. Uh, what is it? It's honoring local heroes, residents, and institutions in the United States. So that's what the Patriots Day Parade is all about. And uh, so let's honor our local heroes, our residents, and our institutions in the United and the United States uh, in general. Uh, and so Laguna Beach has not had the parade in in recent history because of, as you probably know. <laughs> That horrid thing that begins with a C, COVID. Um, but so we're back, dare I say, with a vengeance. There's a lot of people signed up for it. It's a lot of work. So traffic will be a little diverted today from downtown. So if you're traveling through Laguna Beach, you might want to consider staying on PCH uh, because that's uh, will not be um, redirected. But the side streets are through downtown. So um be a little aware of that and a little careful in your in your travels. Um, so, and also I wanted to say Laguna Beach Pride, there are, I, I believe there's like uh, 15 or 20 people for, in, in, the, in the Patriots Day Parade, and they're going to kind of gather after the event at uh, a local restaurant downtown, the Wharf. Uh, Wharf, and it's on Ocean Boulevard, where we'll have... Uh, we will relive the events of the day with this fabulous march. So 
that's today. So wake up, have your morning cup of coffee, uh, put on your parade hat, <laughs> and uh, get uh, work your way on down to Laguna Beach and enjoy what we have to offer. Uh, if you wanted to see all of them at the reviewing stand, they explain who they are when that's right in front of City Hall, which is probably the biggest gathering spot. But there's all sorts of places along the parade route. Um, and you can easily find the parade route because it's the part of the street that's blocked off. Yeah. And uh, no traffic. So um, easy to park and walk a little bit to get in, into the area where the parade is. Uh, that's my that's my word for the day. So that's the weather. That's all. And I want to thank our sponsor, Mike Johnson, Compass Realty, and, uh, and um, Chris Tibbett. For sponsoring, actually, uh, they've been very supportive of Laguna Beach Pride 365, and, and we we dearly appreciate that. Speaking of, I'd like to keep you up to date on what's going on with Laguna Beach Pride 365, and we do have some more events coming up. We have a wine tasting at uh, Ridge Hall coming up on the 23rd of um, April, which is this month. Or no, yeah, this month. And it's at 4 o'clock, 4 to 8. And uh, it includes uh, quite a lineup of some uh, light bites and food. It is a bargain. Um, it's $35 in advance. So a donation, it's a 501c3. It's a nonprofit. So all your donations are considered charitable and a write-off, which is nice. Just like the station here is a 501c3. Anytime you donate to our cause and our... Um, contribution to the community. It's much appreciated and it is also tax deductible. Now the really big news is I have a guest next week about that. <laughs> my um, publicist, my assistant, my uh, whatever director person, Mario Biazzo, nice Italian boy. Uh, well, we got together and got Antonio David Garcia uh, he was the executive director of affirmations for a second stint, or he is the executive was, I'm sorry. Uh, after serving for years as a director of policy and community building at the Los Angeles LGBTQ center, which incidentally is the largest LGBTQ center in the nation. So there you go, California and uh, our lovely state holds another prestigious uh uh, recognition there. It's it's the largest. So he's going to be our guest in this next Saturday. And uh, please, um, please, it's it's going to be a great opportunity to catch up on what's going on. He's got his pulse on so many things uh, in the U.S. and I think globally. What's happening with um, transgendered and discrimination on many levels and what's also happening in some world politics lately, which seems to be taking uh, center stage so much, unfortunately. But anyway, so um, David, uh, Antonio David Garcia, Google him, executive director. Uh, he also served executive director of the Kalamazoo Gay and Lesbian Resource Center, <laughs> now out front. And so and he's been involved in so many other organizations over the years. Uh, so pleased to be able to have him on the program and uh, part of the show. So uh, again, I have a guest next week, next Saturday. Mark your calendars, tune in, and we'll have a nice little chat with uh, 
with David and find out what's going on on a global level and uh, what's uh, what's going on in the world. Yeah, we have uh, a short music break here that uh, it's a tribute to parades, and we'll be back with on this week in history. As I've been corrected, uh, it's uh, it's we're kind of light on history this week, but nonetheless, it's this week in history. Wow, way to go, Barbara. And <laughs> that is the message for today. Don't rain on my parade. I don't think it's going to rain. It's going to be a beautiful day here in Laguna Beach for a Patriots Day parade. Bring your lawn chair, sit down, and enjoy the the um, parade as it waltzes by. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day for enjoying the uh, enjoying Laguna Beach. You know. With everything that's going on in the world, I have to say I, every day I appreciate more what I have. And I think uh, coming out of COVID and being so locked down for so long and kind of having a rediscovery, if you will, of what's out there and what we should be more and more appreciative of. I'm feeling so blessed and so, so, so honored to be part of uh, a greater part of the world uh, in Laguna Beach and uh all it has to offer. It's just, it is just an idyllic place and we do wonderful things here. So yeah, I'm, I'm feeling very grateful. And today is quite a day to celebrate it. So, and be prideful. And that's really what um, the Patriots Day Parade is about. So, and it includes, it's very inclusive. Let me tell you, (laughs) you should look at, you should get the list of people participating. It's very diverse and like Laguna Beach, it's uh, very inclusive. So that's something in, in and of itself to be celebratory about. So, yeah, so don't miss it. Come on down, make your hot cocoa if you think it's a little chilly or, you know, bring a sex pack, whatever. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> or um, plan on having lunch afterwards and uh, enjoy some of the eateries downtown. They're all open and all thriving and ready to welcome you after a brisk day uh, parading. (laughs) And you heard it here first. Now, on this day in history, on this week in history, I've been, I got to get that right. It's been two years, three years I've been saying on this day in history, but it is really the week because I can't just do one day. (laughs) I'm only here every week, so it has to be this weekend. Now that you understand where I'm, okay, I move along, Craig, here. I digress. In 2004, on in March 5th, which is today, right? Yep, March 5th, parade day. In 2004, the Wisconsin State Assembly approved an amendment to the state constitution, <clears throat> this one's a bummer, that would ban both same-sex marriages and civil unions. Now, <clears throat> as with many of these on this week in history uh, items, I'd like to know the Wisconsin state, I guess the federal <laughs> federal rules now, absurd that uh, their authority with regard to that uh, amendment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And probably get declared unconstitutional in the process. So anyway, <clears throat> shame on you, Wisconsin. I'll never eat more any more cheese. Isn't that where all the cheese comes from? Oh, no, there's Tillamook. That's in Oregon. So there's cheese from Tillamook, too. I'm sounding pretty uneducated there. Well, you know, they say uh, they're so lacking in culture in Chico, California, that they put the Velveeta in the dairy case, or in the deli case, I mean. (laughs) 
Oh, that's an old joke. Anyway, moving right along, March 6th. So if you find the Velveeta in the deli case, it's not really a sophisticated deli case, okay? <laughs> that's the, I don't know. Okay, March 6th. Uh, Vermont becomes the first state to hand out condoms to prisoners on request. That's shocking news at 9 o'clock in the morning on Saturday morning. Uh, that was in 1987. Okay, moving right along to March 7th in 1967. Hmm, that goes back a few years. Uh, I read about it in history books. CBS airs homosexuals. That's for you, Brian. Uh, an episode on uh, of CBS reports the first ever national television broadcast on the subject of homosexuality has been described as the single most destructive hour of anti-gay propaganda in the nation's history. Apparently, it was not favorable upon, probably prompted a lot of people to set up conversion therapy businesses and use that as their mantra. Uh, no, let's not go there. 1972, East Lansing, Michigan, becomes the first U.S. city to ban discrimination in city hiring on the basis of sexual orientation. 72 in Lansing, Michigan. Good on you. <laughs> in 1988, short, shortly after the release of his first big mainstream hit, Hairspray, its star divine, oh, dies of a heart attack, heart disease in Los Angeles at the age of 42. <clears throat> That is really not cool. Divine, Google him. All you 19-year-olds, Google him. They, he started the rage. <laughs> well, I say he ushered it along quite well. In March 8th in history, in 1970, mm, I can't tell you what I was doing in 1970, in the wee, mor wee morning hours, New York police raid a gay bar called the Snake Pit arresting 167 patrons. The police station, <clears throat> at the police station, one of the arrestees, an Argentinian named Diego Vinales, also feared the possibility of deportation, but he leapt from a second-story window of the police station, impaling himself on the spikes of an iron fence. He survived. Though firemen were forced to cut out a section of the fence, with Vinales still skewered on it in order to move him to the hospital. One journalist remarked, there is no crime to be in a place that is serving liquor legally. The only crime is to run such a place. There were no grounds for hauling the customers away. Though charges against other patrons were dropped, Vinales was rebooked for resisting arrest and officers were stationed outside his hospital room to prevent another escape. Whoa, he could probably have written a book himself. Moving right along, in 1979, the New York Times ran a front-page photograph of six men being executed by a firing squad in Iran for allegedly having committed crimes of homosexual rape. Since the Ayatollah Khomeini's rise to power just four weeks earlier, there have been growing reports of gay men as well as Jews Baha'is, blasphemers, heretics, and former members of the Iranian aristocracy. I'm saying that wrong and I can't bring that. 
and others uh, being blackmailed, imprisoned, tortured, dismembered, hanged, and or shot. Lovely. Uh, by the time Kolomini gets around to celebrating his first anniversary of his Islamic revolution, the body count is in the thousands. That is not good news. It um, goes right along with some of the national headlines lately. And we all thought perhaps those were days were behind us. March 9th, uh, uh, on this week in history, in 1989, noted gay artist Robert Maplethorpe dies of age, AIDS in Boston at the age of 42. Maplethorpe's work is later at the center of a major arts funding controversy in the United States. That was, um, yeah, arts uh, endowment for the arts. And they didn't think it was art, apparently. You know, the, 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 <laughs> they say about art, art is not art unless it, it's controversial. Well, I've, I don't think that's necessarily always the case, but I do think that a lot of art provokes a controversy, and that's just the nature of it, and I support that. Uh, yeah, moving along to March 10th on This Week in History. In 1985, William Hoffman's play about AIDS titled As Is, opens in New York's Circle Rep Theater. Less than six weeks later, Larry Kramer's The Normal Heart opens in public theater. In 1987, AIDS advocacy group ACT UP, AIDS Coalition's Coalition to Unleash Power, is formed in response to the devastating effects the disease has had on the gay and lesbian community in New York. <clears throat> Moving along to 2009 in Tel Aviv, Yuzi Ivan and his life partner were the first same-sex male couple in Israel whose right of adoption has been legally acknowledged. 2009. And on the last day in this week in history, moving along to March 11th, in 2004... The California Supreme Court issues a stay ordering San Francisco officials to cease issuing marriage licenses to same-sex couples. Now, what happened? That was when our current governor, Newsom, was the mayor. And uh, the, current, the mayor then uh, decided that it seemed only appropriate that there was that uh, the city issue marriage licenses. And so he ordered the city clerk to instruct that, that it was okay to accept same-sex marriage licenses and to issue them. And so I think he probably, being an attorney and uh, educate, quite well-educated in law, and his father actually is a judge, uh, Gavin Newsom's father, although he may be retired now, Um. So I, I have to think it was kind of a calculated move. And so it, it, they performed all these marriages. I do have some friends of mine that got married in uh, one of those, uh, uh, with, under one of those licenses. And uh, so it was working and then it got stopped because they had like an injun injunction saying, uh, wait, let's check this out, make sure it's legal. The courts did. So that brought on Prop 8 and making it illegal. And then Prop 8 got declared unconstitutional. 
and defeated, and that brought on a whole lot of other things. And then they decided, okay, well, guess we can issue legally issue marriage licenses. So that's all good stuff, right? <laughs> so that's what happened uh, with that when the licenses were there for a temporary temporarily. So I suppose if you had one under those circumstances, you can say, hey, I was there first. <laughs> I, I got it when the getting was good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I'm unanimous in that. <laughs> so good morning, Craig here at Rainbow Radio KXFM 104.7, welcoming you on this parade day in Laguna Beach. Uh, it's still time to get yourself together and get down to Laguna Beach downtown Take an Uber is probably the best, you know, get dropped off on right on PCH, anywhere on PCH near downtown. And it's just a sh short couple blocks to the parade route. Uh, and, um, you know, bring a lunch or whatever, or uh, hang out and go to one of the fabulous restaurants for lunch after the parade. Parade should be over around one o'clock to one thirty. Maybe uh, it'll drag a little bit later till uh, for the final few people to get across the finish line because <laughs> it is a long parade and it takes quite a while for it to get staged as I have participated in it in past years. So, um, yeah. And if you're down there, wave at the uh, LGBTQ uh, Heritage and Culture Alliance banner and say hello to Chris and Jonathan, who will be uh, holding the banner and lots of rainbow flags and and being proud patriots of the community and the city and all that makes it so wonderful. And I'm going to remind everyone again, as I may remind you several times today, <laughs> next week I have a guest. Antonio David Garcia, Executive Director of Affirmations, and is uh, who is... A, at this point, and he's going to dial in on Zoom. Uh, anyone can dial in on Zoom. I will send an e-blast out to everyone. If you want to know more and you want to get in on the Zoom thing, just go to rainbow-radio.com, rainbow-radio.com, and leave your email address there, and I'll make sure you get a, a notice and an email to uh, the Times and how you can uh, join in if you'd like. And you can even ask uh, David questions if you want, um, or you can just watch and listen, whatever. Uh, we can, you can also send a message to him so, uh, or text me as well. And we'll, but it should be a, a, uh, it should be a fun uh, interview. Um, I do have a picture of him with President Obama in the White House. So he's been around this guy and a young, handsome guy that, uh, knows his stuff. So that's, you know, just like me, you know, <laughs> young, handsome guy that knows his stuff. <laughs> Maybe I know my shtick. <laughs> I don't know. And uh, on that, so we're, let's take it on that note. I'm getting too out, out uh, crazy here. Let's take a, a, have a little interlude here and we'll be back on the other side and catch up. Uh, that was Matt Simmons in Catch and Release. And prior to that was Sunshine, which I, very positive song about good things. Speaking of, um, well, I can't speak of this next item. On to the news here. Uh, Craig Rainbow Radio, Florida House approves a bill. Get this. I, I can't believe this. 
it's just goes to shows to go how far people will go limiting schools discuss uh, discussions of the lgbtq identity i i don't know i just that uh, i so if if you're um say you're 14 years old and and you're discovering yourself that maybe you're gay and you go to your teacher or your counselor or another student and you want to you want to know you want to talk about it um nope can't do that nope teacher's going to go ah, i can't talk about it and then the kid's going to go oh god i must i must not be right i must be what am I going to do? Who can I talk to? I can't talk to my parents. They, don't, they won't understand. Florida's House of Representatives on Thursday approved a Republican-backed bill that would prohibit classroom discussions of sexual orientation and gender identity, a measure Democrats denounced as being an anti-LGBTQ. Dubbed the Don't Say Gay Bill by opponents, the legislation is part of a broader political political debate in the United States over how sexual orientation and gender identity should be recognized in schools, sports, and healthcare settings. I don't know. I just say get over it. <laughs> the Florida bill that states that classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade three or on or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. The bill's supporters said it was designed to keep schools from take, talking about topics young kids are not ready to process. U.S. President Joe Biden, a Democrat, called it hateful in a tweet earlier this month and pledged that his administration would fight to protect lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and the queer community. Uh, I think the more you make an issue of it, the more it becomes an issue, particularly for the young adults, you know. They can see that. They're not... Anyway, I digress. Now, China... This is an interesting bans gay dating. <laughs> it's like, how can you legislate what you're going to talk about? And how can you legislate about people that want to be with other people and dating? I mean, or control it. Like, like maybe a Russian leader thinks he's going to control social media. It, it, it's, it is alarming. Um, one of the uh, a news article that I've read, one of the vice presidents of uh, of um, uh, in of uh, I can't think of it right now. Any of Ukraine? Um, I can't think of his name uh, in Ukraine. He's well. He's the vice president in Ukraine. And his his uh, title is um, communications for this for the country. I don't know what the equivalent would be here. Maybe the um, <laughs> maybe it's the radio communications that we deal with. But anyway, he uh, appealed to Elon Musk that uh, you know you send rockets into space and you're and you. Uh, land rockets on earth and we have rockets landing in ukraine and we need but we need communications 
and can you help us? And so if you're not familiar there, Elon Musk has uh, about 2,500 satellites orbiting the Earth that he's put out there for a, a service called Starlink. And the idea is that you can get internet access, high-speed broadband internet access all over the world globally. So the communities that don't have that internet access uh, uh, that have not and have had trouble getting it in the past, like um, major, even major nations, they can, they can have access with these, their low orbiting satellites and they communicate in a network back and forth. They're super fast, they're super efficient. And so the vice president of uh, Ukraine was asking, can you help us? And he said, absolutely. He activated the satellite so that they can communicate uh, in all of Russia and in Ukraine, because actually the Russians are also being, their, their access is being limited by their own government. And he shipped over a thousand satellite um, devices to be dispersed in uh, Ukraine so that they could continue to communicate what's going on within the government and to the world. And, and you know, I thought that was a very, uh, very good thing to be doing, actually. And uh, as I said last week on my last week's program, I felt that social media hopefully will trump triumph over, uh, I don't know, uh, evil in, insurrections and uh, ex expose it for what it is and change public opinion and in the process change the course of history for the better. That's my hope anyway. I may be naive, but that's my hope. <laughs> so uh, it's, I see it happening and, and so much social media. I mean, he's uh, the, the Facebook and all the social media has been banned in, in the Soviet Union now or in Russia and um, because they understand the power of it, but I don't think they really understand the width and the breadth of it because it is global now and it's much, much different than it was 10 years ago or for that matter. Anyway, I digress because I was talking about China banning gay dating and what the people do to try to control these things. And it's like, um, can't say gay in schools. You can't say, uh, I just, I think it's a fool's errand uh, on some levels. But anyway, I digress. China is is has banned a gay dating app, Grinder. I've never heard of that. <laughs> don't tell, don't look for my profile on there. No. Which is a popular among networking apps among the circles of the LGBT community across the globe. The removal came as part of a cleanup campaign. Yes, they got to clean it up in China. And during the Lunar uh, New Year holiday in late January this year, sources say the location-based dating app start, started disappearing from several app stores available in China. After its uh, cyberspace authority launched an internet cleanup campaign to ensure a healthy, festive, and uh, auspicious online environment. The app was removed from Apple's iStore in the last week of January, while Grindr users in China kept on complaining about features in sending and receiving messages and loading pictures on the app. The Cyberspace Administration of China removed the dating platform two days after it announced the renewal of a month-long 
round of campaigns conducted by the police over what it considers illegal and inappropriate content. Who gave the police the authority to make that judgment call? That's what I want to know. Even the Pope says, who am I to judge? So who are they to judge? <laughs> anyway, is that just amazing? So, um, yes, today is parade day, beautiful day here. KXFM will be in the parade with their lovely bright yellow El Camino. I don't know who's driving it. I think Ed is driving it. hope he has his driver's license. <laughs> and I hope the car behaves itself. <laughs> It, it um, it's old and temperamental like me. <laughs> so, no, it'll, it'll behave itself, I'm sure. And I see Ada May and, and getting ready to chomp at the bit here in just a few minutes. But anyway, I digress. Um, so there is one other news article. Um, and this is uh, about Ukraine, and it's... Um, Uh, LGBTQ Ukrainians uh, fear they're on Putin's kill list. Wouldn't that be lovely? That's one Christmas, that's one list I wouldn't want to be on. Uh, many are staying to fight anyway. So, uh, for years... Uh, Lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people in the Ukraine have fought to be recognized as equal members of society. But now, as Russian President Vladimir Putin's invasion imperils Ukraine's very existence and amid fears that LGBT activists are on Russians' kill list in the U.S. intelligence community exposed, the U.S. intelligence community exposed in recent days. International organizations are working to protect LGBTQ Ukrainians and are working to save a country that has not yet accepted them as full citizens. The main fear is that the mo at this moment is that they will be successful, as if they will be successful, that those, uh, that we lose everything that we have, said Joel Soros, the volunteer coordinator for the Kev Pride, which organizes Ukraine's annual equality march and works to expand LGBT equality in the country, often at great personal risk to its members. Unfortunately, if this city will, if this city will become occupied like other cities, then there will be some persecution, persecution against LGBT people. So like I said, I suppose that's not one list, a list that I would want to be on. Anyway, I, it's all the more reason to be grateful and go out and, and enjoy the day. I looked over at the station here. We're right. Um, we kind of look over the ocean a bit, you know. And so if uh, when you go out and look over the railing, the ocean is just, I love it when it's frothy with white caps and the wind is pushing the surf. And it is, uh, it's very, I don't know, comforting. It's like. It's part of nature, and it's a good time to go just watch the ocean crash in, you know, and be pensive and have good thoughts, good healthy thoughts, good thoughts of love and caring and being grateful for what we have here in Laguna Beach. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I think on that note, it's time for another little music break, and we'll be back. 
Don't forget the parade. It's today. This is uh, apropos, this song. Yes, everyone wants to rule the world. This is Craig signing off at KXFM 104.7 Rainbow Radio. I'll be back next week with David Garcia. We will be here with my guest and have lots to talk about on the world scene and everything that's important uh, to everyone I know. <laughs> so thank you for tuning in today. See you next week. Next up is Ada May. So hold on to your seats, folks. She's got a hot show coming your way. <laughs> thank you for listening.